0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests here today are from the Legacy Chorale of Greater Minnesota. I have Ann McMahon with us. She's the administrative assistant and the events coordinator. And Sarah Amit is the artistic director with the Legacy Chorale. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus.
1: Thank you so Thank much you. for having us on. It's it's great that we could uh, be on here with you today.
0: Excellent. Here's the deal. I understand you guys are coming up on a big anniversary and you have some auditions coming up as well. Let's talk about it. Sarah. you start with you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, our big anniversary is our 20th season. So wow. we're starting that in the fall, which is really hard to believe because I think I've been um, on the radio with you since the beginning. <laughs> yep. And, yeah, I mean I think that's that was one of our first uh, PR things is to get on... Uh, JJY. And it was, um, it's kind of hard to believe because some of, some of the years you don't remember and others, they, you remember them like it was yesterday. So uh, we're heading into our 20th season next in the fall. And, you know, we're very hopeful that we're going to be kind of back to normal. Um, but, you know, we're going to have plan B's and plan C's in place um, in case uh, we need to change a little bit. But Right now, we're planning on starting uh, sometime after Labor Day with rehearsals for a holiday concert. Awesome! That will happen end of November. It will happen after Thanksgiving break, I believe. Okay. And um, yeah, and so, and I'm going to let Ann talk a little bit about the uh, the auditions coming up for that season, and um, she can give a little bit more information right now. Okay.
0: And talk talk to us. It's coming up this week already, right?
2: <laughs> yes, it's already this week. Thursday night, the 24th, we are holding auditions at Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Baxter. We're looking for all different voice parts, soprano, alto, tenor, bass and baritones. Um auditions are are really comfortable. There's a uh, ability to sight reading music is helpful, but you don't have it's not necessary um you don't need to prepare a piece but you can if you'd like um they're being held from 4 to seven thirty, and you just show up you don't need an appointment or anything you just show up between that time and we we'll, we'd love to hear you sing make sure you wear a mask we're requiring a mask for covid um reasons so if they have any questions they can contact me at 218 270 8212. And I can answer any questions they, they have about it. Excellent. So we're looking forward to seeing lots of people join us this year.
0: Wonderful. How many people are in the legacy right now?
2: I believe we, ha- oh, Sarah, you want to touch on that? Go ahead. Okay. Um, we have approximately 60 to 70 members at this point. Wow. Um, that join us um some join us in the fall some join us in the spring mhm it it all depends on the the time and are you looking yeah. for a
0: certain number of new people now or are you just or is it can anybody who wants to to try out can
1: um anybody who wants to try out can certainly do that um we are going to require that people are vaccinated at least for the fall um just we've got to be safe yeah you know and and i know that might be an inconvenience for some people um and it might you know, make their decision whether or not to try out, but I'd like, I'd rather have them know before they try out if they don't want to because of that issue. Um, But we have to be safe. Um, And I don't wanna make any kind of statement or political statement or any kind of statement, but that's what we're gonna require at least to start out in the fall. Okay. Um, Because we've had uh, several people in the choir who've already had COVID and um, luckily are, are fine now. Um, some of them are having long haul syndrome. Um, others, their spouse has got it pretty bad. Um, we just don't want to, inc- we just, we just don't want to keep the risk going. Right. So, um, and you're in close yeah, quarters
0: we- there when you're rehearsing. I mean, you guys are, are yeah. tight together and
1: singing is still considered by, you know, worldwide as, uh, as the activity that's the most dangerous to do right now. Wow. Unfortunately, And I don't like it either, but, um, we have to be safe. Absolutely. For other people, we have to take other people into consideration. But yes, we're looking for every voice part. Uh, we're looking for, you know, we're always looking for young people to kind of keep the the, the corral um, going in the future, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, we've had people, veterans uh, in the choir for 20 years now. Wow. So, you know, and that's great because it shows that it's a lifelong thing that you can do for for the rest of your life. And that's great. And you always want those young people to come in, start, you know, giving uh, new ideas and mm-hmm. new ideas for literature, some things that they may have sung now in uh, in their college choirs right now or their high school choirs right now. That's new music that, um, you know, a lot of choirs are coming off the risers, I always call it. Yeah. And they're doing things that are different and they're involving movement and body percussion. Oh, wow. And that's really yeah, that's what we're going to try. Um, we've done that a few times and it's really fun and the audiences love it and and the singers love it and there's more music coming out like that and so we're just going to make the 20th season really, really fun.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, holiday show that's coming in November?
1: Yeah, um, I haven't picked out everything yet, but it's um, there, it's going to be a compilation of some of our the favorite things that we've done in the past, some big numbers. There's going to be a small chamber orchestra with us in the fall and the nice. spring because we just have to do that. And um, <laughs> we're going to involve children's choirs and high school choirs. And kind of uh, in, the, in the spring, hopefully we can combine all of those forces mm-hmm. together with an orchestra and just have a mass celebration. Oh, that'll the be the day, won't it? <laughs> yeah. And so last year we were going to do a program called um, – how can I keep from singing? And that got postponed because of the pandemic. So I think that's, I'm going to kind of push that into next spring. A lot of that literature that we weren't able to do this spring, we did a We did a concert on April 23rd. It was virtual. Oh yeah. And we used some of that music that we were going to use last year. And now I'm going to continue that next spring.
0: Interesting. Just on
1: a grander scale. So we're planning for big, and if we have to change gears, we we can, you know, have come up with a plan B or plan C and adjust to that. Okay. So, you know, we have to be, we learned that, we learned the hard way, well, not the hard way, but we learned like everybody else last year that you have to have some kind of plan B. Yep, absolutely. Especially with singing and uh, music making and theater where you're, like you said, you're you're standing next to somebody within inches, mm-hmm. and for 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 COVID that didn't work. So we, um, you know, distancing, masking, those are all things to fix that temporarily if we have to again. So how
0: did the virtual concert go? How was that? How did that work?
1: Ann, you want to talk about that?
2: Sure. Uh, we did a virtual concert in. The spring here and it was really it was really actually pretty fun we did it at Franklin Arts Center okay we uh we practiced virtually at first and then we all got together wearing masks for practicing and it it turned out really well it was was fun to put together and I think everybody had fun doing it and how many singers were part of it uh, there were about thirty, thirty-two, thirty-three. Okay.
1: So it was a, it was a nice mix of of singers. And um at first, we were twelve feet apart, uh and you know it was it was odd being that far apart because it's hard to hear. But it was also really cool that first rehearsal. I
0: bet where
1: we're all looking at each other face to face with masks on and um just some people were teary teary-eyed because it was like it was so great to just to be back in the same in a sim same space amen and you can still hear people at 12 feet apart it's just it's a little different than standing next to them but still it was great to have this big sound and our very first rehearsal after virtual we started virtually and we did sectionals because <clears throat> it really doesn't work to have a mass rehearsal over zoom. It just doesn't work. Right. So our first rehearsal was at at the sports center out at Craigens. Yeah. So that was the first time we were together looking at each other going, okay, this is cool. Uh (laughs) This is so (laughs) great to be back together, but that's a huge space and it was difficult to hear, but we really appreciated them letting us uh, come out there. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to Franklin Arts center where we could uh, rent that space and use some of our CARES Act money to rent the space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could be a little bit closer together and it wasn't so boomy. right? Um, and then we could just, uh, we would set up equipment so people who were still online for practice. Because I had several people throughout the whole process who stayed online until the concert. Um and so we could leave our equipment in there. If we had any instruments or anything, we could just leave it locked up in Franklin. Neat. So that was that was really great. That uh, So we're grateful to the Craigans for letting us start out there and really grateful for Franklin Arts Center for letting us have our rehearsals and keeping, getting a key to the auditorium. And we had our concert from there where we did two pieces live and two pieces virtually that we had recorded, mm-hmm. so we could we could set up our office as a recording studio, wow. and that was great. And we got equipment through the CARES Act to do streaming and recording, and it was great. And then we added some past performances to that virtual concert, so it was great.
0: And you brought up a good point: the CARES Act helps pay for your rental and that kind of thing. But uh, how else does the Legacy Corral of Greater Minnesota get funded?
1: Well, we had we have our fundraiser every fall and we did have a fundraiser last year too in October virtually that was our first foray into virtual and we had no idea what we were doing but we did a really good job because we had a great consultant the five Winds arts council Adam Reinwald who's continued to help us throughout this whole year awesome and he was great um, just kind of leading us through the whole process of doing things virtually and because it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy yeah and um, the fundraiser was really su- successful. We earned over ten thousand dollars.
0: Wow, that's kept, great!
1: Yeah, we kept the silent auction, uh, a, an auction that we went to live in Franklin Arts Center, and we were we were uh, emceeing from Lord of Life Lutheran Church, and then people could buy a meal at uh, Brainerd uh, Baxter Catering. Cool. Um, from uh, Kevin over there Mm -hmm. and so between the meals and the ox some of the a lot of the auction items being sold about five thousand dollars worth and donations that came in while we were uh, you know going back and forth from live emceeing to virtual performances it was great Neat. and so you know we do we do that big fundraiser in the fall is our kind of our our main way and then we apply for grants Okay. And we've got great grant writers and the Five Wings Arts Council and the Minnesota Arts Board have been just so helpful, not with just us, but with every organization like us who are struggling to get through this, especially if it's a choral organization or music or theater or anything like that where sure. people have to be performing in a whole different way.
0: Interesting. So we're
1: really grateful for that. And our donors, Excellent. we have sustainers. Um, we're just so grateful for all the support. We, we wouldn't be here without it. So.
0: And can people make a donation through, say, a website or something, if they would like to support you?
2: Yes, they can. They can go to www.legacycorral.org and go right to our donations page, and they can do it right online. Easy. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Anybody that wants to support us, we so appreciate it.
0: Excellent. All right, well, let's invite folks again. Auditions being held for your 20th anniversary season with the Legacy Chorale coming up Thursday, the 24th, at Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Baxter from 4 to 730. Please wear a mask. Uh, you are asking that folks be vaccinated if they would like to join the choir. And if there's questions, that phone number again, Ann, was it two one eight two seven zero eight two one two.
2: Yes, it was.
0: All right. Perfect. Anything else we need to add before we let you ladies go? Nope, I don't think so. Sorry, I
1: I had to unmute myself there for
0: a second. (laughs) We're all still trying to get this, aren't we?
1: (laughs) We're just really excited that we're heading into our 20th season. And please, uh, you know, please join us if you have any interest at all. Um, uh, Any questions at all, you can contact Anne through the website and that phone number. And you can always contact me via email. Um, we, we are here to, you know, continue our, our mission statement, uh, which is to continue the legacy of great choral music in the state of Minnesota, awesome. not just here in town, but, uh, throughout outstate Minnesota as well. So, and we're also planning a Chicago trip, Ooh. um, in June of 2022, we've been invited to sing at, uh, Chicago's orchestra hall.
0: Oh my. With, uh,
1: with Renee Claussen as the director and, um, We've already got twenty people signed up. So, wonderful. anybody who auditions and can sing with us in the fall, uh, if they're interested in going um, to Chicago in next June, okay, that's what we're going to do. It's going to sounds- be great. It's going to be a great ender to a twentieth season. So
0: wonderful! It sounds good, ladies. Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us, and I hope you have a lot of folks show up for those auditions on Thursday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, there we go. Our guest today, Ann McMahon, she's the administrative assistant and the events coordinator with the Legacy Chorale of Greater Minnesota, and Sarah Ahmet is the artistic director with the Legacy. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, you can listen to our Community Focus shows anytime online at our website, 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.